Welcome to Preston Super Show. Big announcement. The Super Show is now moving to a daily show. Monday through Friday, you will get an episode from me. We're going to talk about the sports of the day. It could be NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, NASCAR, UFC, what have you. We're really going to focus around this time of year around football, basketball, hockey, and uh, UFC. So you're going to get those podcasts Monday through Friday. Each day you're getting a podcast. Take the weekends off to myself, time to recoup, you know, and enjoy the games after, you know, you know, I give out the picks and everything for football and and for fighting. But I want to be able to expand on my audience I have. So I'm making the commitment and meeting you all in the middle. Hey, I'm going to bring you a podcast each day. I'm putting the time aside to expand the show and to really make it the super show we all deserve now i need you to come meet me the other half of that way and promise you're gonna listen so we we come to that agreement uh, then this is a match made in heaven so today we're talking the nba slate uh the games for the nba today and the nhl slate the games are for nhl tonight so I want to start with the NBA, run through the games, talk about the matchups, talk about what I like and what I don't like, um, and uh, talk a little bit about who you know who I think will win. Um, if this these episodes when we're talking about NBA and NHL, unless I give you a pick, these are just you know do your own homework. This is just a preview. This is just a little bit of um, an outside looking in. A different voice in your head, you know, a different set of an, another set of eyes. So here we go with the New York Knicks versus the Brooklyn Nets. New York Knicks, eleven and nine on the year, seventh in the Eastern Conference. Brooklyn Nets, fourteen and six on the year, first in the Eastern Conference. The New York Knicks are the underdogs here, seven point underdogs on the spread. The over set at 216 and a half. And uh, the Brooklyn Nets are heavy favorites. Um, two to one favorites here. Minus 285 odds. So you're sucking up a lot of juice to lay any money on the Brooklyn Nets tonight. I don't think uh, it should be a problem for them to win this game. You know, the Knicks are struggling with their rotation. We know that Kimball Walker um, out of the rotation... Um, Alex Burke's going to remain the starting point guard. We know it's a little bit problematic for the Knicks. ESPN gives uh, the Knicks a 37% chance to win this game. Um, In the Battle of New York, it should be a really good game. Um, Kind of some some, uh, underlying things here. One thing to note, the Nets beat um, the Knicks the last time they played, 114 to 112 final score, April 5th, earlier this year. Um, I really like the Knicks in this game. I think they, you know, have the better um, 
team right now. But I just can't help but thinking that uh, the Brooklyn Nets at home, you know, Kevin Durant's basically unstoppable. Uh, but I do think Julius Randle has a good game on the inside and the interior. Um, I think he's a he's a really talented player. I really like Julius Randle at the point forward um, or power forward position, whatever you prefer. But I think he is uh, just a dominant player all around and uh, you know leads the Knicks in points, rebounds, and assists this season. Um, I think the Knicks have a little bit of a better team. But I think Brooklyn has the better, over, like the skill players. Brooklyn has the better skill players with Durant um, and with Harden. We know Joe Harris is out. Um, Barrett game time decision, Rose game time decision. You know, you don't really like to see that too much. But uh, you know, I, I like Brooklyn to win this game at home. Uh, the Knicks are six and three on the road. And the Nets are 6-4 and four at home. So that's why I think it's a close game. But I do think that you get a, a very favorable matchup uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, where if the Knicks were fully healthy and rolling along, then I would like them a little bit more in this spot because of their defense. But they're not playing good defense lately. Um, that's kind of how they racked up the nine losses already. 11 wins. A lot of those games were close games. So uh, I like the Brooklyn Nets in this one for the reasons I gave I gave you. I just think they have the better skill players. and It's just, there's not one guy I look at on the Knicks and say, okay, he's going to stop Kevin Durant. So I like the Brooklyn Nets at that one. Uh, you know, if, you play this, if you're playing the spread, I, I would stay away from the spread. The overs where you want to be, you know, and it's going to be close, so that could mean an, uh, an over, you know, an easy over here, uh, down because this could end up going out OT on top of all of that. It could end up going overtime. This has one of those this, those feels for overtime. Game starts at uh, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. So now we're looking at uh, Memphis Grizzlies versus the uh, Toronto Raptors. Um, this should be a really good game. Total set at 216.5, just like the other game. And the Raptors are the minus 3.5 favorites at home, uh, might I add. And the Raptors are playing with a little bit of uh, swagger as of late. ESPN gives uh, the Raptors a 53.8% chance to win this game. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, 10 and 10, uh, 3 and 5 away, so they're pretty porous when they're on the road. And uh, Toronto Raptors, 9 and 12. Overall, two and seven at home. They're not protecting home paint well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. So, you have a game that's you know more or less gonna be back and forth. Um. We know that you know Memphis and this Raptors team are both in a restructuring mode. So, the the games definitely look different. Uh, Morant. Ja, ja Morant's out for the Grizzlies. Anobi's out for the Raps. Trent's out for the Raps. Those are your notable injuries for this game. Um, the Raptors, the only thing that scares me about the Raptors um, in a game like this is them being such 
slow, so slow at pace. Um, you know, ranking at the bottom, you know, bottom of the barrel here. While uh, the Grizzlies are tenth in pace, and, and they're getting a lot of opportunities, and they're, and they're a pretty creative team. Uh, both out John Morant, who's their leader in points and assists, it becomes increasingly difficult to follow the game plan, um, especially on the road. So I like the Raptors, you know, a, ra- a little bit of a Raptors rebound here. These teams met six days ago, and the Raptors won 126 to 113. I don't think much has changed since then, and I still think the Raptors are playing with a little bit of swagger. Um, this is a, a very, very different team. A very, very different team. Um, different looking. Di- they, the, it's different all around in so many ways. But they are, you know, starting to look back to themselves. Um, you know, looking like who we know they are. So we really like... Uh, to see that from these from these uh, two teams, they, they both are starting to look like who they should, like what they should look like. Um, it makes it easier for betting purposes. But I, you know, I think the Raptors, um, in a game like this, you know, you're not sucking up much juice to get them on a money line, a minus one sixty five. Look, anything's really playable. Minus one seventy and under, like anything's playable. Uh, minus 170 so you're you're getting a decent price there on the Raptors but in a game like this where Memphis is missing their star point guard I mean you might as well lay the three and a half with uh, the Raps it sounds good in theory right it's a really good theory in theory that in theory the Raptors are playing the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies are down their best point guard, their best scorer, uh, their best passing, uh, the best player with assists, top assisting player. So, you know, you would then say, okay, I'm, I'm gonna think I'm gonna lay the points here. Um, and you just have to remember that OG Anobi's gonna be out and Gary Trent's gonna be out. Those are two guys that, that you know, you gotta factor what, what does that cost to the line? You figure, Nobi cost at least one point and Trent cost about half a point. So, you know, minus one and a half is where you want to end up. And, 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 you know, in theory, would be the best spot. Raptors minus one and a half. So, if you can, um, if we could find something to tease that with, that would be wonderful. Or if we find something to parlay uh, that with, that'd be wonderful. But, um, that's a good, that would be a year good spot. You'd be looking to parlay something here. Like, this would be a game to bet straight up. You would go Raptors, minus three and a half, and then you possibly, you know, buy buy down um, and, and play a little bit smarter. You know, you say, okay, so we got the minus three and a half, um, and I'm going to take a couple, you know, a point and a half here and get to two. You know, and two's fine, but if you're going that far, you might as well take it the extra step um, by two points and uh, get Raptors minus one and a half for minus 150. Okay, so that's how you would bet that. Um, and then what you're doing is you're creating the value because when there's not value, 
a lot of gamblers fail because then they'll go and just bet on something else. They'll just, you know, maybe a rage bet. Like, oh, I'll just do this. This team's good. And I've heard good things. Instead of just doing the homework on it and saying, look, I can make this work and make money off of it. I like I like the, the game. I like the pick. Let me make it work, right? You don't have to reinvent the wheel, but you use the tools that are available to you. You buy down, you buy up, you do whatever is necessary that fits the criteria of your pick. And then, you know, wanting wanting to get the win overall, right? You want the bet to win. That's the most important thing when you place the wager. So Raptors minus one and a half, I'd buy down. You know, I'd suck up some juice there. Okay, so now instead of minus 110, um, or yeah, minus 110 is what you, you know, your line would be. So minus three and a half minus 110. So you, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Basically, you know, you're almost breaking, you know, you're almost breaking even your juice, you know, bet a hundred bucks. You're almost getting me a hundred back. So in a way that's a good, that's a good bet, but now you're going to suck up some juice. So you're going to have to pay a little bit more. Right, you're gonna have to pay a little bit more because you're gonna do minus 150. So it's not just a flat put a hundred in, um, you know, get a hundred back. It's you're gonna bet the hundred, get sixty-six dollars and sixty-seven cents, but you get your hundred dollars back, so you know you come out with hundred and sixty-six dollars and sixty-seven cents total. Now you won sixty-six dollars and sixty-seven cents. That's your profit. But the total you have now is $166.67. So you're betting, you're laying the 100 to get to 66. It's not bad. It's really not bad at all. Um, and you're doing it on a team uh, that's becoming a, uh, used to playing shorthanded like the Raptors are. They're getting accustomed to that. And here's the Grizzlies on the road without their starting point guard. All that adds up to a spread bet. Now, then you take the knowledge that I've given you and then you factor it in yourself where you're comfortable at. You could get them at minus two um, and only pay uh, minus 130, I believe. Double check for minus 140. So then you, you'd lay the 100 and get to 71. Uh, dollars and 43 cents so that would work for you as well um but i personally say if you're going that far if you're going down that road already you might as well stop at this gas station and get a drink so you might as well bet the extra half a point but pay down at the minus 150 bet the hunter get the uh, the 60 six dollars and 67 cents that's a that's your uh that would be your bet on that that's that personally what i like about that game um, and I think that the Raptors have the team to cover uh, to cover that number, so I don't think you'll have an issue with that either. You know, all they got to do is cover minus one and a half for your bet to cash that. So it's not bad. Um, without having to parlay it, without having to do any any funny stuff, you know, uh, it's just all right there for you. Bam! So we just graded that. Um, the next game. I know I spent a lot of time on that game, but it was important to kind of kind of paint that picture for you so you can visualize it because I'm looking at it, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to be able to 
let you visualize it yourself and kind of take that all in without rushing you. So the next game, Lakers versus uh, Sacramento Kings. Lakers, the favorite, minus four on the spread. Um, with the total set at uh, 227 flat. And uh, you got your Lakers favorite at minus 180. Um, in, in, a, in kind of a letdown spot. You don't really go that far from L.A. to Sacramento. It's not really much of a road trip. Um... And here's, you know, the 7th, 8th, but tied for 7th Lakers. And then the Sacramento Kings are just flat out 11th in the, in the Western Conference. Um, you're getting an interesting game here. Because with the Lakers, you always have their best players as game-time decisions. So you got Anthony Davis, game-time decision. LeBron James, game-time decision. Ariza's out, Bradley's out, none is out for the Lakers. For the Kings, Harrison Barnes, game time decision, Harkless, game time decision. So, the Kings really need their players to play more than the Lakers need their players to play. Kind of put it that way for you. But this is not a game to overlook uh, an upset in. Like if you want an upset, if you're rooting for an underdog, Here's a good underdog to root for. The Sacramento Kings. You got a lowly 8-13 team playing a, a really a meaningless game for them. You know, they know who they are. They know what their identity is. It's meaningless. But they are still going to ball out. You know, they're still going to play hard. And they're a sporadic team. You know, they score in spurts. Uh, they're not. They're not very consistent. But they do some things well. Uh, they're a good pace team. Tied for six overall in, in the NBA for pace. And they're uh, tied for eighth overall in offensive rebounding. That's a huge statistic. And it's really going to help them against the Lakers where they got Anthony Davis if he does play. And LeBron James. Two guys who are freaks on the backboard. So, you know, you have a real... Uh, interesting scenario playing out in this game. Um, also, you know, don't forget Westbrook. We don't talk about him. Uh, we haven't talked about him yet, but uh, he's also going to be elite out there. But this is a meaningless game for the Lakers, more than anything. More than anything, you know, you're, you're, this is your 23rd game of the season. We know you're playing a, a boatload of games, right? We know you guys are playing a boatload of games. You're on the road. You're playing the Sacramento Kings. I expect the backups to get a lot of tech. You know, no matter if Anthony Davis, if LeBron James, if Russell Westbrook start. If they all start, they want to go up early and then sit the rest of the game. That's what they want to do. Now, they probably win that way against the Kings. But what happens if LeBron James and Anthony Davis doesn't play? Then you slam the money line for the Kings. That's what I would be doing. If Anthony Davis, LeBron James aren't playing, and all we got to worry about is Russell Westbrook, then I'm on the Kings money line. And I'm looking for the best value I can get it at. Um, so whatever your book's offering you and shop around, but I see plus 155. I see plus 150. That's a, that's a good chunk of change you, you're getting back for just a simple uh, $25 wager. 
even. You know, it's a decent chunk of change right there for you. So, you know, you play it the way you want to play. You bet your amounts that you want to bet. You know what I mean? Do do your own due diligence on all of that. And uh, keep track for yourself. Uh, because that's the most important thing. Of money coming in, money going out. Um, know, know your record. And know your ROI. Know, know what your uh, return is. Know what know what your uh, return on is on on your betting uh, profile, your betting uh, career here. Because you want to be in it for a long time, you need to be keeping up with it uh, during that time, you know, and, and being consistent. Uh, so, what's really important here in this game is uh, De'Aaron Fox uh, is a, is a stud and. If he can just get a little bit of help, he's going to have a really solid year. He just needs a little bit of help. Not much. Just a little bit. And uh, that help, you know, that help can be uh, teammates scoring um, more and, and, and making the most of their opportunities. That can be exactly what is needed. Um, against the 9 p.m. tip-off, I like the Sacramento Kings in this game. Um just an upset win and nothing to bet on here. But, I, you know, if we do find out that Anthony Davis and uh, LeBron James aren't playing, then I would be tempted to bet the Moneyline Kings here. break leading you into the Detroit Pistons versus the Portland Trailblazers and this is a game where both teams are on skids um, Detroit Pistons are four and 15 is that 15 no four and 16 I said it's like far away four and 16 let me look on my phone's better four and 16 14th in the Eastern Conference that's that is like the bottom this is this so what the hell? Portland Trailblazers, 10 and 11, 10th in the Western Conference. So they're not doing that good because in the West, in the West, everybody's tough. Like everybody's going to play tough. The whole year's going to go by. You're going to think a team's not that good. And then all of a sudden, they beat a team that they shouldn't beat. And you're like, what happened? Well, they're, they played at the level of their opponent, you know? That's one of those things. But we look at, uh, just a weird game. Um, but I mean, you know, all they all the players can do is play them. They don't schedule them. And uh, notable injuries. Olenek, Kelly Olenek out for the Pistons. Freddie Jackson out for the Pistons. And then for uh, the Blazers, Norman Powell is going to be game time decision. Um, and Jackson's a game time decision, actually. Let me correct that for the Pistons. The pace is going to be a slow one. Um, it's going to be a gritty game. Should you know? And I don't think there's an easy win for either one of these teams. Like part of me is like, "Oh, easy win for uh, the Blazers," and then I have to remind myself that man, they're on a they're on a three game losing streak, coming off a loss just yesterday um, against uh, Utah. 
So now here they are on a back-to-back uh, playing against the Pistons who are actually playing to the level of their opponent, as, as I said earlier, but uh, in a lot of ways, the Pistons are the better team. They just don't have the record to prove it. Uh, I think this is an under game. I think it's a clear under. I think uh, 215 points, the total set at, with uh, look at the Blazers minus nine and a half favorites. I mean, plus nine and a half on Detroit is a good bet. Like, if you ask me, what do I think about that? I'm telling you, that's a good bet. But under 215 is an actual bet I like. That's worth taking in this game. That's what I like. Uh, in the matchup here, you know, it seems like who's going to stop Dame Lillard except himself? So that's kind of the question I keep coming back to. I think a lot of people in sports media are coming back to. No one can really stop him except himself. Um, the Detroit Pistons, that's a nice thing they got out there with uh, Jeremy Grant, Isaiah Stewart, Cade Cunningham. But that's not going to uh, get it done. That's not the cha- that's not the championship Pistons team right there. Like we're getting um, a weird brand of basketball from the Detroit Pistons, and we have been for a long time. Um, and not weird in a bad way, even though they have a, a terrible record, and they're not good on the road either. Um, that's why I encourage the under here uh, over anything else. But you have to look at this for face value. These are just two struggling teams. You know, you can... You can uh, dress dress it up all you want. It's it still is what it is. Uh, so we're gonna go to, uh, and I think Detroit wins that game. Uh, you know, I think I think they could pull that one out. My bet would be the under. Uh, just just for clarification. Uh, but no, I don't have a bet yet on that. But that would be kind of what I'm looking at. So I'm paying attention to that line seeing if there's going to be any sharp movement one way or the other so let's see i think we have the last game for you here for the nba um so i know it's gonna make a lot of people sad there's nothing i could do about it it's only a five game nba slate so spend a little bit of time on uh golden state warriors versus the phoenix suns at 9 p.m central time yes i work off central time here you have Golden State, um, who, you know, I'm just, I'm eating my words because Steph Curry just continues to show out. Um, but, like, he has, like, who, who, who are, who are these guys? Like, is the NBA that down where the Warriors? Without Iguodala, without Clay Thompson, without James Wiseman, without Damian Lee, are 18 and 2 on the year? How is that even a thing? In the West is the toughest conference by far compared to the East. By far. 
even though the Milwaukee Bucks are your defending champions, rightfully so, they they are they were the best team last year. This Milwaukee Bucks team right now ain't that team. I don't know if you're watching. Milwaukee don't have a game tonight, so we won't talk much about them. But this ain't this ain't that. So the Golden State Warriors, 18-2, 7-1 on the road. On the road. On the freaking road. Phoenix Suns, uh, 17-3. 8-2 at home. Pretty good home record there. Uh, ESPN likes Golden State. 52.8% chance for them to win. I don't bet on the Phoenix Suns anymore. Last year was the last time I bet on the Phoenix freaking Suns. I don't bet on those guys anymore. I'd rather bet on the Knicks. And I don't like betting on them. But I did not place wages on the Phoenix Suns anymore. They're on my wall of shame with the uh as well as the Cincinnati Reds. Those two teams are getting no love from me on uh, the Super Show. No, but truly, in all fairness, I actually like the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I like the Cincinnati Reds, but I do not like gambling on either of those teams. Uh, you'll go broke. You'll be eating a fucking can of beans. You'll fucking you'll be so pissed. So. What happens when the Warriors and the Suns play? That's an easy one. Like, the fucking everybody in the class should raise their hand. The over. Set at 221.5. Minus 110 odds. Uh, Warriors are favorite. Plus 130 on the money line. Uh, plus 120 on the money line and plus two and a half on the spread. Uh, but I'm not trying to get in bed with that. I'm looking at that over. That's where you want to be. If you like uh, basketball, if you like basketball at all, you bet the over because there's no other way to go about it. You got two teams that just want to score. There's no defense to be had. You know, uh, Draymond Green for the Golden State Warriors. You might smack a couple fucking balls, you know what I mean, out of bounds and shit. Fucking wop, 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 wop. And then fucking, you know the Phoenix Suns with Devin Booker are going to shoot the lights out. Uh, and then once in a while, they don't. That's, that is true. But DeAndre Ayton, uh, he'll fucking smack a ball out of bounds and fucking knock a motherfucker down and not get called for it. So, I mean, you always got that going for you. So I really just like uh, this this game because it's going to be uh, a good scoring battle. Kind of see where both teams are at. 20, 20 some odd games into the season. So here you go. You know, I think you get the over. Both these teams are warmed up. They're not listening. This ain't fucking Detroit Pistons. <laughs> With all due respect, this ain't fucking Detroit Pistons uh, versus the Portland Trailblazers. Okay. This is Golden State Warriors versus the Phoenix Suns. Um, both teams are going to shoot the lights out here. There's no defense being had. Um, where's it coming from? Equidal's not in. Um, Suns haven't stopped anybody yet. 
the Warriors aren't stopping anybody. They're just outscoring everybody. So that's the bright side with them. So yeah, the, everything looks like the Warriors will win this game just because they're so talented. Um, even with everybody out, they're still making all their shots. They're still doing exceptionally well above uh, the fray by a, a country mile. So there's there's really no way to go wrong here um, with the over. That's that's the best bet you can get out of that game. And uh, I do think the Warriors won. We'll take a quick break and uh, come back and we'll be going into NHL hockey for the night. Thanks for holding through the break. I appreciate it. So we got... Uh, Washington uh, Capitals, uh, fly, you know, fl- flew down here to uh, play the Florida Panthers uh, down the East Coast there. So, you know, it's hard to stop Ovechkin in his one-timer right now. You know, I have the write-up, oddmanout.ninja, uh, right on the front page, Capitals versus Panthers, best bet. You'll see it right there. And my best bet for this game really is simply the over. I mean... I've been looking at that since last night, uh, believe it or not. Ripley's believe it or not, right? So, here's why I like the over in short. Just in short, it's set at six. I knew it'd be high. You know, I even thought maybe they'll set at six and a half, which is usually, that's insane, but you'll see it once in a great while. Here's the thing. Usually it's set around, uh, hockey's set around five, five and a half. And a little bit lower than that, and then we go up six. That's kind of the range, right? For over under in hockey. That's what I see when I look. So the reason this goes over is not because it went over this number the last time, even though it did. The reason it goes over is because both teams are fast paced, scoring oriented offenses, good at creating their own shots. Um, these are two system teams and you have one side the Washington Capitals okay they're very strong on the road Um, some say stronger on the road than they are at home Um, but they're away record 7-2-2 and And the Florida Panthers home record is 11-1-0 the Capitals have caught fire recently. They've won their last three. Here's the Florida Panthers. Lost to at home. Coming into a, a part of the season where, they're, where they they need to start stringing together ones. So this game matters a lot to the Florida Panthers. So I'm putting an emphasis around that for you. While I'm painting this picture. This Picasso piece. So I really love the over here. The Capitals are the underdogs. And the only reason they're the underdogs is because, number one, they have a few injuries. We'll talk about that. Um, Right winger out, Oshi. So you don't want that. And then in the center, Backstrom. um, He's out. So you don't want that either. Now the center on uh, Barkov. 
for the Panthers, he's out. And Duclair is out uh, left wing. So these guys are all out. These are all the injuries that are factored into the line. These are all baked into the line already when the line's getting made. Um, so we know who's in. Uh, for goalie, Vitek Vanek is expected. Uh, for the Panthers, Sergi Bobrovsky is expected. And I really like uh, an underdog. But I think that this game matters more to the Florida Panthers right now. I think they're probably going to play harder in this game. This going to be hard fought both ways. I think Washington gets an early lead. But I think Florida rallies. I think Florida ultimately wins this game. But my money's on the over. I love the over here. Um, this is the best bet of the night, uh, regardless of sport. Uh, minus 140 money line is the Panthers. Uh, and the Capitals, the plus 120 underdog. But I'm on the over, screaming it to you. Over, over, over. Six goals. Um, you're going to find wonderful odds on that. Dream, dream odds on that. You're going to be very happy with this game. Because if you are interested in hockey but don't know who to watch, watch this game. There, you know. There's no other way I can I can explain it to you uh, besides what I've told you. So the total set at six, I like that to go over. And the money's strong on the over right now. 51% of public money, public sharp money is on the over. The sharps are on the over. So I'm with the sharps tonight. And we're looking to dime. We're looking to dime. So... The next game we go to is also a 6 p.m. puck drop for the Detroit Red Wings play the Boston Bruins and uh, the the Bruins are just such a tough team. They're just known for being tough. They're known for, you know, historically being a little bit bigger than other teams, too. Especially noticeable in the playoffs, where there's more eyes uh, on the sport. And it's not so much a regional scene once the playoffs start. Because hockey's a regional sport, whether people like it or not. NFL, NBA, that's primetime stuff. But baseball, regular season, hockey regular season, that's regional. You're watching your team. You're watching the team you like. You're from the Midwest. You're probably a Red Wings fan, a Blackhawks fan, um, a Blues fan. You know what I mean? Like, those are the three. That's what you got to work with in the Midwest. So it's kind of, it's a regional-based thing um, as far as fan participation. So I like uh, the Red Wings in this spot. Uh, 10, 9, and 3 on the road. A couple things to note here. Uh, The away record for the Red Wings is not that good. But they're they're in a good good position here. They're on a two-game win streak with fire in their belly. And the Bruins are on a one-game win streak. uh, Strong at home, 7 and 3 and zero at home protecting home ice well these teams met earlier this month on the fourth where boston won five to one uh, this is a very important game for both teams so they're going to have their foot on the gas 
I believe that, you know, given the pace, I think the under is a good spot. Because I don't think the Bruins are going to give up a, t- a lot at home. Uh, their goalie tonight is expected to be Linus, Olmark, and it's hard to go against that name, Linus. Then uh, the goalie for the Red Wings tonight is expected to be Alex Nadal Djokovic. Um, both these goalies are are really strong. They're they're very dialed in when they're on the ice. I've watched plenty of Red Wings play the Blackhawks. I've watched plenty of the Boston Bruins uh, in the playoffs. Um, recent, you know, as recent as you know, I've I've been alive, and I can tell you that the Red Wings are in a good position to, to cover in this game. That plus one and a half. Uh, on the spread uh, minus 125 odds but I think the under is a good spot and they're like the best bet the lock of that game the lock of this game is the under 5.5 <clears throat> minus uh, 120 excuse me but that's the lock of, my, that's the lock of that one uh, the money line plus 185 Red Wings and the Bruins are minus 225 on the money you really don't want to go against the books too much. You want to you want to play it down the line, and you and you pick your spots uh, wisely. Remember the old adage, you know, choose your battles wisely, you know, or they'll choose you. You know what I'm saying? So, right here, you want to pick your spot. I like the under the best, under five and a half. Um, that that's a good matchup there. You got two teams that really don't really, you know, anybody that Boston plays, all of a sudden it becomes this big deal, you know, uh, in, in their in their conference, uh, in the Atlantic. So there's something that's said to be said about the conference games and them being close. So I, I, I'm sticking to my guns here. I like the under uh, five and a half. Um, your right winger for Detroit has nine goals this year and is assisted on 12, Lucas Raymond. Um, on the flip side, your left winger has uh, nine goals on the Boston Bruins uh, and is assisted on 15 goals. And uh, Brad Marchand, the left winger for the Bruins, leads in goals, points, and assists. Uh, Leading goal scorer on the Detroit Red Wings is Dylan Larkin. Um, And you'll see tonight that uh, Marchand is out on suspension. So this is a perfect opportunity for the under to slide in. This is a perfect opportunity for the Red Wings to cover. And I just can't stress it enough how just a little bit of research goes a long way. But most importantly, because I don't want to harp on it, but most importantly, look at the injury report before you place your wager. 
And now we'll move on to the next game, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to a different city here, but not too far away. The New Jersey Devils uh, are playing the San Jose Sharks, and the Devils are at home. Six in the Metropolitan Division, and uh, the Sharks are uh, fifth in the Pacific Division. The Sharks are uh, the underdog here. Plus 120 dog. Plus one and a half on the spread. Uh, you get minus 200. So the books, that shows me that the books aren't sure. To put such a high juice number on an underdog spread shows me that the book isn't convinced that they're that much of an underdog here. So you got the over five and a half uh, money line plus 120. Minus one and a half, uh, the Devils favorited, and that's just not a good spot. A plus one seven, even though the value's there and it's really good value for uh, a Devils team that has won uh, more than uh, half their games at home. So that's kind of where you want to you know, be looking, but, uh, a home record of six straight up wins three and two. And then, uh, San Jose Sharks are, are five or uh, six and five away. So San Jose Sharks are a pretty good away team. Like they still find a way to put it together when they're away. This is a really tough one to really pick. Like me personally, I would have no bet here. But one statistic I really love to look at is on the defensive side where I look at penalty kill. And I see San Jose second at uh, killing the penalty. Which means they're getting bailed out pretty much all the time. And uh, the New Jersey Devils are ranked 21st in the uh, league there at uh, penalty kill percentage, which is not good. Which means if they, uh, if San Jose picks up a power play, then New Jersey's in trouble. So that's one statistic I really enjoy about hockey, and you should really pay attention to. To be honest with you, just to be quite frank with you, you should really pay attention to that percentage. Um, and look, and I really recommend the Score app. Um, it's not a plug. I know this show is not sponsored by the Score app, but uh, the Score app is very useful. I use a lot of different um, sites and tools, but I will say the most handy one that you have with you on the go is going to be the Score app, without a doubt. Um, and of course, the website you want to have is oddmanhow.ninja bookmark, and uh, you know you want to be have that ready to go because it boots up, boom, like that. One thing about OddManOut.Ninja, it boots up quick. But I definitely recommend Score App. Um, and soon when OddManOut.Ninja has an app, you know, I'll be recommending that to you. But I'm not biased at all. Like, the Square App is still a good app. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, we're moving on. Um, because in that game, I just really don't like much. You know, I can, I can give you... Uh, 
a few, you know, little more pieces to the puzzle there to help you kind of put something together. Maybe we can come up with something uh, together there. But for me, there's a no bet there. That's a game not to bet. Because you got San Jose Sharks on the road. Good team on the road. Great at killing off the penalty. Not going to be phased on the road. Their best player, Timo uh, Miar, um, their right winger, he's playing. Um, so the best players in. Here's a team that's good on the road. Uh, Jonathan Deline, their center, he's day to day. We got a guy, uh, Evander Kane, left wing on suspension. Andrew Cogliano is out on the Devils. Jack Hughes is on IR uh, as of the uh, 27th of November. So now we've covered all that, covered our bases. Um, this is going to be a very competitive game. I will tell you that. Um, but I would, I would just simply have a no bet. You know that that's kind of how I feel about this game. I think. That if you did like something, you would like to spread for San Jose, but there's no value. If you want to throw that in a par that parlay, that's completely up to you. Absolutely, completely up to you. But to me, there's just no value there. So then we go to a very physical game that's going to take place at, uh, at 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, it's puck drop between Tampa Bay Lightning versus St. Louis Blues. Tampa Bay Lightning is 12-5-3 on the season. The St. Louis Blues are 11-7-3 on the season. Tampa Bay standing in second in the Atlantic Division. Uh, the Blues are second in the Central. So they want to keep that going. The goalies, Brian Elliott confirmed for the Lightning. And Jordan Bennington expected for the Blues. Both these guys have good save percentages. So that's something to know about the goalies. You have the St. Louis Blues who come in this game winning their last one. And these two teams haven't played each other in two years. Two years and three days ago, they played, and St. Louis won four to three. So this is two different looking teams. Um, both are pretty stiff in goals allowed, and uh, Tampa Bay is even better on sh- shots at goals allowed, with ranked six. So it's definitely going to be some good defense being played out there. St. Louis Blues are getting to the power play quick, ranking second in power play percentage. So that shows you that they're an active team on the ice, and they're uh, they're definitely pushing uh, the pace. They're catching teams off guard. So that's a good indicator for the Blues. So you got two teams that are just going to be battling back and forth. At home, 
The Blues are 6-3-1. and one. On the road, Tampa Bay is 5-2-1. and one. So that's going to make for an interesting game. Here's a team that's good on the road. And here's a team that's good at home. Um, winning uh, a good chunk of their games at home. And then vice versa for the Lightning. So, the Lightning here in this spot is uh, what I like. I like the Lightning just for straight up pick because of the value. Um, and it's hard to escape the value. Like, value's hard to escape. You got to make sure you're going with your instincts matched up with statistics matched up with the actual injury report matched up with the uh, matchup on the ice uh, Steven Stamkos is a well known player um, and here's the thing about Stamkos is he brings it every game There's one thing I one thing you know about hockey if you pay attention to the sport even a little bit is that Stamkos is a name that's huge in hockey so he's going to bring it every game not gonna have a problem there um and and he's leading uh in points he's leading the team in goals with 11 goals uh with 24 points so this is really a good battle because on the other side you got a guy leading the blues in points in the Blues and goals, and Jordan Kyrou. Uh, Jordan Kyrou with nine goals this year, which is very good, keeping pace with the top uh, brass of the NHL. And you're going to continue to see uh, Jordan Kyrou's name pop up. And then Robert Thomas, their, cent- their uh, other center, he uh, is a leader in assists in the NHL, one of the one of the best in assists, uh, one of the best in assists, but the leader on the Blues in assists. But uh, he has 18 on the season. Opposed uh, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, Victor Hedman, uh, def- def- defender, uh, who has 15 assists. Um, so that's another noteworthy piece to this. Um, Eric Cernak, Defender, he's a uh, day-to-day for the Lightning. Mantau Joseph, right wing for the Lightning, is day-to-day. Uh, for the Blues, Robert Bor Uzo, defender is out. David Perron, left winger is out uh, day-to-day. So in this game again, I think you're getting incredible value. Incredible value on. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay plus 115 odds on most books is what you're going to find it as, what you're going to get it at. It's going to be hard to beat that. It's going to be hard to beat that. No doubt. Uh, so, the plus 115, I mean, you know, right now we got 
uh, what I want to do is have you know a lock of the show because there's shows and they give you a lock and they give you six seven picks and then you're fucking broke by Monday no 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 lock you know you need one lock that's what you need the rest of the stuff we're just talking about we're just chopping it up we're just going over the game we're just figuring it out you know as we go Uh, we know a little bit of what we like but then you know as I'm talking about it you're working it through in your head I'm working it through we're figuring it out Um, look it makes sense for the you know the NHL slate but even you know the NBA slate we should probably do two locks right one for NHL one for NBA okay so I will do it so I like uh, my lock and I know we got a few more games to get to in NHL but my lock uh, for NHL tonight is Tampa Bay Lightning minus 115 okay that's my lock for NHL then I like for the NBA my lock for the NBA tonight is uh, Toronto Raptors minus three and a half so it's two separate locks Raptors minus three and a half against excuse me against the Grizzlies and then in the NHL I'm liking Tampa Bay money line minus 115 the value is intrinsic right so we like we, we like all the intangibles that go into this game we like Stamkos we like that uh, the money's coming in on Tampa Bay to win and they're the underdog uh, we like that at 7 o'clock game time so we can see some action uh, and I encourage you to but I really like Tampa Bay uh, to just continue going full legacy mode this year so you know as far as who wins I'm on the lightning plus 115 great odds and uh, that's the lock of the show. You know what I mean? That is the lock of the show. show's not over. But th- that's the lock of the show. It has to be. Uh, for what's out here tonight. Uh, and we know that Philadelphia versus the Islanders. That's postponed. But for what else we have tonight in the NHL. That's the lock of the NHL. The Raptors, you heard it. You know what I mean? Minus three and a half. That's, that's the best spot to be in. Uh, on the Raptors without a doubt because if you try to go with that you know any other way um, you could trap yourself you could trap yourself it's not really there's not really trap lines it's just the way the money's coming in um, and then after that it's a matter of what where uh, odds makers believe uh, the values that and they're, they're factoring uh, uh, there's a lot of intangibles they're factoring in and baking into the lines player goes out you gotta factor what he costs to the line half a point a point depending on how big of a player he is someone like LeBron James Anthony Davis they're gonna cost more than if 
um, Reggie Jackson goes out for the Clippers, you know. So it's just that's how the lines get baked in. And there's so many tangibles going into it. What you need to be focused on is the matchups, um, you know, and focus on the betting perspective. Don't chase it if it's not there for you. They're giving us Tampa Bay Lightning plus 115. I stand by my statement. You don't want to go against the books too much. So when they're giving you plus 115, uh, money line straight up, and money lines proven to be the best uh, for any beginner, any beginning gambler, money lines proven to be the best uh, to keep them in it. Just money line bets. Uh, teasers have the best track record, but money line bets are where you know any beginner should be starting out gambling, picking uh, picking winners before they're trying to handicap the game. Um, like we did with the Raptors. But we want to move on from this game now. And we want to, uh, you know, chew the fat about uh, Arizona Coyotes, who I like, versus Minnesota Wilds, who I also like. I like both these teams. Um, Minnesota and Arizona have two of the coolest logos you've ever seen. 5-12-2 and 12 and two Arizona Coyotes, 8th in the Central. Uh, not having a great year. Minnesota Wild, 14-6-1, 1st in Central. Um, these are two teams that are just very different in a lot of ways. Uh, goalies tonight expected Scott Wedgwood for Arizona and Capo Kakanen is confirmed for Minnesota. Uh, we'll we'll get into the uh, notable injuries because that's important. You need to know the injury report before placing a wager. Um, most notable tonight, you have a lot of injured reserves for the Arizona. Jay Beagle, Nick Schmaltz, both centers, both on IR. Joanne Larson, left winger, he's injured. He's on IR still. Um, Minnesota Wild, uh, Marco Rossi center. He and that's he's one of their best players. He's day to day. Matt Zuccarello right winger. He's day to day. Jared uh, Spurgeon. Um, hockey has the toughest names, uh, fellas. Hockey has the toughest names. Jared Spurgeon. Uh, he's day to day. He's a defender. He's one of the best defenders they got. Probably is their best defender. Um, for the Wild. They're just a talented team at home. Um, when we look at their home record, we see it's 7-2 and two, um, and oh, at home. So they're, they're just dominating at home. Both these teams are, are pretty hot coming into this game. You know, you go where, you know, in some of these lines, you know, they're not the, the prettiest, right? Minus 140. Uh, Minnesota Wild on the spread, minus one and a half. So they got to cover minus one and a half goals So on the puck line there. So um, I just, you know, I, I, I don't see Arizona winning this game. They're just, they're dealing with a lot of injuries. They're dealing with um, just a lot of disappointment this year, you could say, lingering around this game. Um Three nine and one on the road for the Arizona Coyotes, so they're struggling on the road. Again, it's a team that I like; they're enjoyable to watch. So don't shy away from watching it. The over set at six. 
Uh, Minnesota Wild minus 350 uh, favorite. So big favorite. And they're giving you the the books are giving you minus one and a half, uh, minus 140. That's that's candy. You know what I mean? You want to eat, you, you know, you have a sweet tooth, then there you go. Minus uh, one and a half would be my pick for that game. That would be my lock for that game. Um, without, you know, putting too much emphasis around it, though, but Minnesota's going to be threat all year. Like, all year long, they're going to be good. Um, there's really no other way around that. Like, how will they not be good? Because this team continues to uh, impress. You know, it, it goes without saying when you look at the record, you're like, wow, this is pretty good. Um, it's, it's always going to be interesting to see how these teams battle it out. Um, because this is a an interesting matchup. You're getting Minnesota versus Arizona. So Arizona's coming into Minnesota here. Um, both central. Both uh, see each other often. So it's just an interesting game because there are two teams that you're not, you don't really hear much about. Like these are just kind of the out of, out of market teams. Minnesota just being really well, being good. They're good this year, but they're just like two out of market teams for people in the Midwest. Like they're, that's a different market. It's more regional based, so you're not picking up much about them. Um, you know, hockey has the shootouts too, which make it interesting because teams will fight hard just to play themselves to that, to a shootout. You know, especially if they know they're at a disadvantage because of injuries. Uh, size disadvantages and the matchups um that's that's a big part of, of hockey as well so minnesota wild very strong at home uh there's really no other way to go about this game minus one and a half Minus 140. That's my lock for that game. Um, and then we move on. Um, I, you know, you could talk about uh, Ryan Hartman with 12 goals this year. Very, very strong. Um, and uh, Kyrill Kaprizov, their left winger, with 23 points. Uh, very strong as well. It all goes without saying if you have just looked by just by seeing this team play, you'll know that they're very talented and they, they're probably going to, you know, blow the doors off the Arizona Coyotes. Coyotes might be able to hang around for a while, um, but overall, they're at a severe disadvantage here in this game. Um, they just don't have uh, they don't have the horses. They just don't have the horses for this one. That's really what it comes down to. The, the talent um, and the skill is is not really as comparable, you know. And you'd like to see a team like Arizona get get back to how they were not too long ago. Even just how they looked, you know, last year wasn't that bad. But 
they've really not looked good this year. Um, and you're going to get that carryover into this game, I think. I think you get the carryover effect of uh, a weighted down schedule. Um, just kind of making the Coyotes' playoff chances a complete wash, you know, especially in the Central where it's tough as nails to get wins. Um, it's just going to be hard for a team like that to continue to put it all together. And, uh, you know, I think for Minnesota Wild, they keep everything in front of them, and, and they're going to continue to be an impressive team. And you're going to like the Minnesota Wild. You're going to like watching them as much as you like their logo. All right, we are moving to a great game here between two teams. I really like both of these teams. Uh, the Blue Jackets versus the Nashville Predators. And I'll tell you what, Nashville is a team to really watch, but the Blue Jackets are coming on strong. One thing I'm look at the Blue Jackets a little bit, like I might be kind of like the St. Louis Blues. Like it's in your name. You might be singing the blues if all of a sudden I turn around and I, I, you know, take you and I pick you. All of a sudden, am I singing the blues now? So I'm always careful about that. You know, I'm just joking, but it's just, just that I just thought of that. It was funny. In this matchup, you have the Blue Jackets who are 12, 7, and 0. Uh, 12 win 7 losses, 0 overtime shootout losses. So they're not losing in overtime and shootouts. But then turn around and look at the Predators. 11 wins, 9 losses, 1 overtime shootout loss. Both these teams are 5th in their respective uh, division here. Metropolitan, uh, where the Blue Jackets uh, play their games, and then uh, Predators play in the Central. Um, Two teams that really can't get after it, uh, in a manner of speaking. Um, No... uh, major injuries for this game also to note um, so that's something else really noteworthy here uh, Very he- two very healthy teams uh, two teams that have just co- lost their last game that are going to come out really tough uh, the last time these two teams met uh, back on May 5th the Blue Jackets won 4-2 to uh both these teams are allowing a lot of shots on goal. Uh, Blue Jackets ranked 30th. Predators ranked 14th. Uh, Goal-wise, the Blue Jackets, they really get after it, man. And, and uh, the Nashville Predators are good. They play tough. Um, they're six at getting to the power play. Um, but they're struggling to kill the power play. And uh, that's where I think you see a lot of scoring in this game. Because the Blue Jackets are going to be making the Predators uncomfortable on their home ice. Um, the overset at 5.5. That's even odds. It's plus 100. And then uh, the spread is plus 1.5. Minus 180 for the Blue Jackets. And they're the underdog uh, here with uh, plus 135. Uh, line there then the Predators uh, favored on the spread minus one and a half plus 160 so the book is really unsure of their favorite here then the unders five and a half minus 120 uh, money line for the Predators is minus 155 so you got all of that 
Now for the goalies, Elvis Merzlikis is expected for the Blue Jackets, and Juice Saros is expected for the Predators. Um, both of these guys have a, a lot of play this year. Um, they're big focal points of their their teams when they're out there. So, even though it's at plus 100, I do like the over. Even though the book's saying, hey, we're, it's plus 100. So, it's less likely to hit than, you know, uh, going with plus one and a half on the spread for the Blue Jackets. A little bit of cover because you know the Blue Jackets are good. Um, but then... You're looking at okay plus one and a half. You're playing. You're you're putting down the minus. Well, you're laying down minus one eighty on the line there. You don't want to do that with the Blue Jackets on the road when you can look at their away record and see that they're breaking even on the road. No overtime shootout loss, but still breaking even four and four. So you don't like to see that on the road uh, for a team you're backing. You want them to be good on the road for the most part. You know what I mean? There's there's exceptions to the rule always, but in this case, uh, we're going to be looking towards that over, that point total at five and a half. Before uh, the public money shifts and that line starts to change, right? Because that public money coming in is going to change the line and they will raise it up to six. Now, you're, now if it's six and they score six, it pushes you get your money back but you don't win anymore so you wanted a five and a half so if they score six uh you're in the clear you're passing go collecting 200 bucks and feeling good so that's what you want in this game that's my lock here for over five and a half and you know that's the other thing sometimes there's gonna be a game you run into where there's a no bet we had one earlier i was like hey there's no bet here if i had to pick something it would be you know, so and so, but it's just the the fact that you got to be able to say no sometimes, or be able to walk away and not and not worry about it. There's much more important things to worry about. But in a game with no notable uh, injuries that are going to prohibit any scoring in this game, you have um, the leading goal scorer Boone Jenner, the center, actually the leading goal scorer for the Blue Jackets. And then the center for the Predators uh, is their leading goal scorer with 13. Uh, you have uh, both teams assisting well on goals being scored with Jacob Vorak, a right winger for the Columbus Blue Jackets, totaling 17 assists so far this season. And Mikel Granlund, a center for the Nashville Predators, totaling 16 assists for this season. So I think you have a very, two very healthy teams, two teams that want to get after it, um, two goalies that are going to be under fire a lot of the night. Look at the shots on goal uh, percentages for both teams, right? So this is what I want you to look at. So look at the shots on goal. Um, and... and just straight up shots on goal where they where they fall. Neither one of these teams is 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 high on shots on goal, right? 
but on shots on goal allowed, Columbus is in the bottom. Uh, is is at the is basically at the bottom here, thirtieth, and the Predators are uh, near the bottom tier here at fourteenth. Uh, shots on goals allowed, so you want to be looking in that area, um, because this is a t- this is a game where these teams can open fire on the net. And I think you're going to see a lot of that in in this particular matchup. So again, my lock for this game is uh, over five and a half. You get that at plus odds. So there's great value there as well. You put down 100, you get 100 back. Um, Just like that. And uh, shop around. Find the value. Find where you're getting it for plus 105, plus 110 even, because it's out there. Um, You want to go and get it. Uh, if you're going to bet on this game. That's my lock for that game. Now. Anaheim. Uh, Ducks. Face. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings. It's going to be a great game. You don't want to be going against the Kings much. If you're gambling. Uh, Anaheim Ducks are 11-8-3. Third in the Pacific. LA Kings are 9-8-3. six in the Pacific. Um. Kings are favorited here, minus 125 favorite. Uh, shop around if you like the Kings, minus one and a half, plus 185 is a spread. I would stay away from the spread personally, staying away from it. Uh, the over set at five and a half. Uh, I think this game can easily get there. Uh, over five and a half comes back at plus 110. Odds, you gotta love it. Uh, two teams in California. Uh, last time these teams played was in May. Anaheim won 62. Two different teams. Not too, too different, but uh, but somewhat different. Early in the year. Um, and here's uh, Los Angeles that is uh, not protecting home ice very well with a 6-5-1 and one record at home. While the Anaheim Ducks are not that good when they're on the on a opponent's ice, coming in with a three four and two record when they're away, um, both teams even out with size, not much of a weight disparity, not much of an age disparity uh, either. Uh, Mid twenties is where most of these players come in at. So I think you're getting uh, two fairly young teams that want to push the pace. Um, that are trying to, you know, have guys that are trying to become the faces of these two franchises. Um, and I think you get a really slobber knocker of a game. Like, I think it's a really good game here. How do you not like Anaheim coming down, uh, to play the Kings? Um, what's not to like about that? And, the Kings are coming off of a very uh, impressive win. So note that as well. Um, shots on goal. Uh, in this game, you have Anaheim coming in at 16th, which is not very good. But the Kings at 4th, which is very good. Then at being uh, shots on goal allowed, Anaheim's allowing 23 
Uh, I mean, uh, they, they rank 23rd, I should say, in the NHL in shots on goal allowed. While the uh, LA Kings rank 9th in shots on goal allowed. Should get, so, you know, like I said, shop around for the Kings money line. That's my lock for this game. Because one thing for sure with the Kings is they're starting to catch a little bit of fire after that last win. Um, that one sat really well with them. No notable injuries here. Um, Ans Kopitar, the center, is is trying to be the all-star here. You know, he is the all-star, but he's trying to be the all-star here in the NHL. And uh, he's got their most goals, most points, most assists. Eight goals, 13 assists, 21 points for Ans Kopitar. Then there's Troy Terry, uh, who's very... You know, he's an exceptionally exceptional player, exceptional athlete. Uh, their center for the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, leader in points and goals. 23 points, 13 goals. Um, with 10 assists. But their leader in assists is actually their center, which is nice to see. They, uh, they have another uh, big contributor on this Anaheim Ducks team. And that's Ryan Getzoff uh, with 19 assists. So almost double the assist of Troy Terry. Yes, believe it. This is an Anaheim Ducks team that can uh, move the puck, you know, very well uh, when they get in, uh, on attack. When they go on attack, so look for the Kings to play good defense and to sure up uh, their faults by the third period. And by the end of that third third period, there it's going to be the Kings walking off with a win. Um, no, I don't think any extra. I wouldn't be betting on extra. I wouldn't be betting on the shootout overtime. I wouldn't be betting for that to happen because I know they have that. But I wouldn't be betting on that to happen because you probably get really good odds on it. Being that these teams are evenly matched on paper, it's going to be a different story on the ice. So shop around. Find that LA Kings money line for the right spot. Um, that's where I would be at on this game. Um. And then, let me look here. We have one last game to talk about. Because, again, the Islanders and uh, the Flyers game is postponed. Um, so, one more game to talk about here at NHL. And then, uh, we part ways. How sad. Carolina at Dallas. And uh, here is a Carolina team that I can't put my finger on this team. Because they're quietly becoming a powerhouse in the NHL. And here's a Dallas Stars team that, you know, an expansion team that since they've come in the NHL, they've they've done very well. And um, they're really turning, uh, turning heads. But it, Carolina Hurricanes are 15-4-1 on the season. And the Dallas Stars are 10-7-2 on the season. Carolina Hurricanes are 9-2-1 away when they're on an opponent's ice. And Dallas Stars are uh, 6-2-1 at home. So they're, Dallas is defending home well. Um, in Carolina, you know, the Hurricanes are coming to really cause a hurricane here. They have some notable injuries. Uh, Ethan Bear, defender out. Uh... Brett P- uh, Pesky, he's a defender, he's out. Uh, Tony D'Angelo, defender, he's out. Um, 
So those are their notable injuries. So their defense a little bit banged up. Especially uh, D'Angelo, their leader uh, in assist. Um, so that's not good to see for them. Um, but on the bright side, uh, Sebastian Ajo, their right winger, leader in points and goals for this Carolina Hurricanes team, uh, is still a force to be reckoned with on the ice. And on the other side of that, Miro Heiskanen, uh, the defender, is uh, is playing really well. He's playing really good hockey. Uh, leader in points, leader in assists, uh, with 15 points, 12 assists, only three goals, but that's still pretty pretty good for this point in the season uh, for defender. And uh, their leader in goals is their left winger um, with seven goals, uh, with 53 shots on the goal. Uh, Roop Hints. Uh, maybe it's Heinz. Roop. Roop Heinz. Might like it to be said Heinz. But the Stars' last five, they are four and one. And the Hurricanes' last five um, has been sketchy. You know, they've they've won two of their last five. Uh, so I'm not too impressed with the Hurricanes. But they're quietly becoming a, a really, really po- a good team in the NHL. Like a powerhouse team. But I think the Dallas Stars just have their number here. Like this is a game where you're getting a Dallas Stars as an underdog. And not a big underdog either. So you're not going against the book too much. And that's a great thing to know when you're placing your bet. Like, hey, the book has them as an underdog, but not much of an underdog. Like, almost to the point where that could flip before puck drop at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Um, Carolina ranking second in the Metropolitan and Dallas Stars ranking sixth in the Central so Carolina's keeping pace. I'll tell you that right now. Ranking eighth in goals, while Dallas ranks twenty-first. Um, both teams in the in the little bit back of the pack on shots on goal, but both teams doing really well at not allowing shots. And Dallas is hot right now. You know, last time these teams faced back in April, Carolina got them five to one. That was then. This is now. Now here's Dallas that's catching fire, um, and at the right time, um, early on in the season, building a, when they're building such a young team, because um, the average age of these guys are, are 28. So there's some veterans here, but <clears throat> for the most part, it's still a very young team because this is the average age. Um, an average age of players for uh, Carolina's 27. But uh, you have about the same height, about the same size, averaging out for most most of these players. It's good stuff to know for hockey. So this is a sport where that, that all really matters. Football, it matters a little bit. It does. Uh, but it doesn't matter as much as it does in hockey when it comes to players' average height, weight, and age uh, for the teams and the matchups. Like that matters in hockey more than any other sport, uh, besides fighting, besides uh, fighting. But yeah, uh, besides mixed martial arts or boxing, uh, hockey is where you want to be looking at 
that you can find all that on the score app actually um which is really nice but you got to know that there's some vets here on this uh Dallas Stars team you got to know that this is a team that's protecting home ice well this is a team that doesn't want to give up a lot of goals at home so I'm not going to be messing with the total um we look at that penalty kill percentage I really like that Carolina's third in that I don't like so much that Dallas is 22nd. It's not going to push me away from the Stars' money line. I am emboldened by their money line because the book has the Dallas Stars plus one and a half and minus 280, which is just a very un unlucky number. Like 280, you don't want that number. So you want to be looking at that money line, finding it for plus money. Um before it moves back because I'm seeing it at minus 115 so shop around find the Dallas Stars money line uh, and that's my best bet for that game Uh, it's my lock for that game again do your own homework Um, you know this is it's your money so you need to be smart with it I've given you insight analysis a rundown of each game for the NBA and the NHL. We've given out the locks on today's show featuring the Raptors minus three and a half on the spread. Then turn around and I like uh, some hockey spots where we first looked at uh, my write-up where I like the over six in the Washington Capitals Florida Panthers game Um, and then I like the Tampa Bay Lightning money line I really like uh, the Dallas Stars money line And those are my main locks for tonight. So, you know, do your own homework. I can't stress it enough. Do your due diligence. Check out oddmanout.ninja for all my work. Um, You know where to contribute. The link's there. I appreciate you lending an ear today to me to speak to you I'll be back tomorrow ladies and gentlemen just like the hands of time I'm turning it over to you good night everybody and best of luck (laughs) 